Hi everyone. Before we get to the episode, I wanted to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. I encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Now to the episode. You're listening to Blossoming Technologist, a podcast for young professionals in tech, discovering skills, careers, and tips for being in the tech industry. I'm your host, Marissa, and today is another solo episode. I think the last one was like, I don't know, four episodes ago. So another one today because it is July 4th here in the U.S. And so I wanted to post a short and sweet episode just addressing a question I get all the time from, you know, nearly anyone who's not in the tech industry but wants to be. And so today we're going to talk about how, how do you get started in tech? And I was actually thinking about this for two reasons. The first one is I had a funny experience where I was going to the airport recently for a business trip and at like, I don't know, 3.30 a.m. I got picked up by a Tesla. Well, there was a person in the Tesla. (laughs) But anyway, they were driving a Tesla and I had never been in one before. So I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. You know, I'm in tech and like... I didn't realize how cool the inside of a Tesla is. I don't know how else to explain that. It was 3.30 a.m., so that's probably how I sounded. But the driver was like, oh, wow, really? You're you're in tech? Like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a software developer. And he asked me, you know, how, how do you get started with that? Because I'm kind of interested. And this happens to me all the time, especially when I explain that I have a podcast or that I am a software developer. So... I wanted to go into that and just do a short episode about my recommendations if you're interested in getting into tech. And so I kind of have three different parts here that I'm going to go through. The first is, you know, figuring out the right role for you. The second is the fact that tech is everywhere. And I just want to address that. And the third is where to start, especially if you're looking to start as a developer. That is my experience. So that's easier for me to talk to. But if you're interested in another role, there's definitely other avenues to go through. I'm going to break that down into those three sections and we're going to get started. The first section is to figure out what is the right role for you. And I want to address this first because while, of course, a lot of people think, oh, tech, I have to become a software developer. That's not always the case. And that's really why I have this podcast now, because I want to make sure people understand that there are other roles in tech that you can go into and they're just as valuable, just as gratifying. They pay maybe not just as much, but around there. And so you can still be in the tech industry, even if you're not going into a development role, because it's not for everyone. Not everyone wants to be a software developer. How do you actually figure out what role excites you? First of all, you can listen to past episodes of Blossoming Technologist, and that's really just a plug for me, but there are a lot of roles that I have featured on this show just to give you an idea of, you know, product management, design, 
project management, testing, engineering manager, whatever it is, there's a lot of different roles in tech. And I'm going to keep exploring those as we continue moving on. You'll see in more future episodes, I have many more roles we're going to dig into. But I want to make sure you know that, that like you do not have to be a developer. And if you're wondering, like, how do you figure out what role is good for you? I honestly recommend listening to the previous episode, episode 36 with Jai Bagat. He talks about boot camps, but within that episode, we also talk about how to figure out what your strengths are and with that kind of figure out the perfect career for you. And he says it much better than I could ever do it justice. So I really recommend going back to that. The summary is like looking at personality tests and also doing some research online. And really my biggest advice there is going with whatever you're curious about right now. Cause I think I often would get stuck in like, is this what I want to do forever? You know, do I really want to be a developer forever? And No, you never have to be any role forever. But if you're curious about being a developer or going into product, try it out and see what happens. Because either way, you're either going to learn that it is for you or it's not for you. And it might lead to a different path along the way that you never would have discovered if you didn't give it a chance otherwise. Try something out that you're curious about, see if it works for you, and figure out that right role. The second thing I want to address is that tech is truly everywhere. I had a conversation recently with someone, and I was going to talk about this anyway, but I had a discussion with a friend of mine who is hoping to break into the tech industry from an agriculture background. And he was telling me how it's crazy that, you know, tech is literally in every industry, that it's so large. And you maybe don't realize that when you're not already in tech, like, Almost every industry relies on it these days. There's there's work in government space, healthcare, entertainment, traffic control. I don't know. I'm just naming random industries. But literally any industry you name has something related to tech that can be improved and can be iterated on. And so there's opportunities in any field you're really interested in. It's just it would have a tech focus if you go to it. And so if you are coming from a non-traditional background, I think you really do have a superpower where you have this understanding of, let's say, the healthcare industry. You're coming in, you were, I don't know, a nurse for a couple years, you decided you really want to try tech. You have an understanding of how maybe hospitals work or how patient relations work, that technologists who are just coming from maybe a computer science background don't actually understand as well as you. And so you bring that unique perspective that really helps build better software. And so I think there is a place for everyone in tech. It's just a matter of figuring out what place do you want to belong in tech. And you don't have to figure that out right away, but I wanted to address it because if you are interested in the field you're currently in, but you don't like the job you're currently in, and instead you want to transition into tech, there are opportunities there. Keep that in mind as you go on this tech journey because there's much more demand than the supply can fill. So there's a lot more roles open than there are people in tech. It's a great industry to get into. And like I said, you can be in other industries too because everyone needs tech. Anyway, here's where we get to kind of the meat of this episode where I want to address if you want to start as a developer, what is that advice that I give people, especially, you know, when you're in a Uber ride at 3.30 a.m. and your driver is asking you, 
how to become a programmer, which I don't know how I had a good response to this at that early in the morning, but I usually break it down into two different paths. Um, So I usually say, you know, you can really be in general, either a backend or a front-end engineer. Of course, that's to say you could be both, you could be something totally different. But if you're getting started, that's where I would draw that line, backend or front-end. Front-end stuff is going to be more of like, how does a website look? Or how do users interact with your content, whatever it is. So that's like designing web pages, which is normally what I'm doing in my job. Backend is more of things behind the scenes that people using the software don't necessarily see, but it's like the functions of what's actually happening. So let's say you're logging into Facebook or whatever. You enter your information and that information has to go to some sort of server and verify that that is the correct information. And then it's going to give you the correct account when you log in. That's more of backend stuff. But then the user interface, like the actual web page that you're interacting with, that is the front end. Cool. We got that down. So if you are interest, more interested in the front end, I think that's great. Um, and I think in general, I would say start with JavaScript and look for courses about JavaScript. And I'll get into those resources in a second. And these are also people who are usually more interested in design or interested in, you know, writing code and kind of seeing the results right away. That's kind of how I like coding. I like, you know, changing colors or adding shapes to the screen. That's like a very basic understanding of what I do and being able to see that almost immediately. And then you kind of get that satisfaction of, oh yes, like I'm doing this right. Cool. I understand this. Um, but I think it also really helps to understand some of the core concepts of programming before you start front-end work. And usually that relies on some back-end knowledge. And to the extent that this is just like, you know, functions that you should understand and general concepts of how programming works. And so while I do think JavaScript is a good way to start, I think a better way to start is usually starting with Python, which is a back-end language. By starting with Python, you can better understand some of the things in programming like for loops or while loops and if statements. These are all really important concepts to understand for any programming language. And usually Python is what I think is one of the easiest languages to get started in. So if you are following that path and you just want to see like, oh, do I like programming concepts? Do I want to start with Python see how that works? My biggest recommendation is to start with Stanford's 106A course. Um, It's called Programming Methodologies, and a lot of the content is already online. And I'm going to link all these resources will be linked in the show notes in the order that I say them. So Stanford's 106A, they use this curriculum for their first year students who come in to their computer science degrees. You might not even have a background in computer science. That's totally okay. They also use this content in their free course online that was called Code in Place that I participated in as a section leader. And so I was like teaching people how to do some of these things. And that content is online. I'm going to link it. There's this like 11 step web page that goes through these activities where you learn how to do um, for loops, while loops, conditionals. And there's some like extra features and stuff. And it's very 
it's almost game-like, like you're kind of writing something and then you can test it and see something moving across the screen based on the code that you write. Um, it's called the Carol Reader. I, I never knew how to pronounce Carol. I, I'm going to just say Carol. It's K-A-R-E-L. Anyway, highly recommend that as like a very beginner start to it. If you like that, that might be a good place to then jump into some other resources. There's tons of other resources. Another one I highly recommend is called Free Code Camp. Free Code Camp is literally free, as it says, and they have courses on everything from front-end development to data visualization, back-end development, quality assurance, literally anything you can really name and you can get a certification too. If you're just getting started and maybe you want to go more down the front-end path, I would maybe recommend the Responsive Web Design Certification. Um, but then if you want to do the more backend stuff, you can do backend development and API certification. And I think they have other courses too. They have like thousands of tutorials. So I think you just have to make a free account and log in and do those courses. In general, I recommend doing free courses, free resources online before you jump into anything paid like a boot camp, just to make sure this is the right path for you. Because like I said before, you do not have to become a developer. Even if you want to be in tech, you can be something else, but these resources are super helpful just to get a feel for how it will be and how a more like intense bootcamp, for example, would be for you um, if you choose to go down that way. Some other resources, uh, similar to Stanford, Harvard has an intro to computer science course called CS50. All that content is also online, so you can literally take for free the first computer science course that Harvard students take. And I will link that too. It's on edX.org. And I've heard this is an awesome course to get started in tech. This course also uses Python, but it goes into a couple other languages like C, SQL, and JavaScript, and also some CSS and HTML. So if you do this course, you are not only learning some of the backend basics, but also some frontend basics, as well as the, you know, algorithms, data structures, all those words that you would understand once you take this course. So I also highly recommend this. I'm almost tempted to take it myself, even though I have an understanding of these concepts, just because it sounds like an awesome introduction to the material. I also have a friend who went to Harvard and heard that this is a great course to take. Two other resources I want to mention, if you are getting started in tech, dev.2, that's D-E-V T-O. This is a website for posting articles about tech, about you know programming, and a lot of new people to tech are a part of this community and will write articles and meet other people this way. I believe the first thing they ask you to do is to type up a short introduction of yourself to post on the website and people will respond. And that's a really good way to build out a community of people in tech because it's so much easier to go through stuff when you're with other people. So if you're interested in that, I highly recommend Dev.2. And the other thing for building a community is doing 100 days of code. This is mainly a Twitter-focused challenge where you're supposed to every day do an hour of coding or something related to code and you post about it on Twitter. And I think you also use the hashtag and a lot of people follow this hashtag and follow what people are doing and you can find others on Twitter who are doing similar stuff. So if you have a Twitter or you want to get into that community, I highly recommend that too. I love seeing people's 100 days of code challenges online. 
And consistency really helps you learn those skills and then you won't be alone either because others will be commenting on your content. So that's also a really great resource for building out that community. So as I said, in general, I recommend doing stuff for free rather than jumping right into a paid resource like a boot camp. These resources, of course, are not the only resources you can use. There's tons out there. There's stuff with Coursera and other websites like that. So if you have other resources that maybe you recommend for other people or you tried one of these resources and you don't like it or did like it, please let me know. I would love to hear that so I can recommend to people other resources. And yeah, I hope you enjoy your tech journey and I hope this was helpful. If you have other questions, like my DMs are always open on I think all the socials. So you can always message me for help, especially on like Twitter. That is my short episode for today. I just want to cover how to get started in tech. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. I will be coming out with some new exciting things very soon. I'm working, I'm going to just going to tell you, I'm working on a newsletter to start sharing some of these resources and sharing thoughts on the tech industry and the podcast. If there are any specific careers that you would love to hear about or skills that you're curious about, things that would help you in your career, please let me know and I will find guests to address those concepts. I've been looking for a bunch of people to kind of give me that feedback and give me ideas for what they would love to hear. And so far it's been going pretty well. And so I will keep coming back with that and keep producing some more episodes to help you in your career. As always, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time where we'll continue blossoming together.